Let's just end breaking this. No more bullshit. No more bullshit. No bullshit. Stop the bullshit. No more bullshit. Too much bullshit. Uh, been a, dude, it's been a fucking week of bullshit. I'm sorry about the swearing. I know maybe your kids will listen. I told myself I'm going to do it. But how insane has this news cycle been, at least personally. Let me, do, let me do it this way. Let me start off by saying, Facebook Live is sponsored by Luke Nowacki. I'm going to tell you. Luke Nowacki is the financial advisor. If you need one, you go see Luke, 248-663-4748. Let me do this one. Grow your assets, your annuities, your individual retirement accounts, your college savings plans, your stocks, your bonds. The market's down. It's an opportunity. Right? Time to make some money. Security is an investment advisory service offered through Royal Alliance Associates, uh, member FINRA SIPC, uh, is separately owned, and other entities in our marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of Royal Alliance, Alliance Associates, Inc. Now, here's the thing I went to a fundraiser with Luke, right? Um, Just recently? Yeah, like this week. All right. And uh, it was like Salvation Army, their, their bread and bed uh, radiothon coming up. Oh. Right? Started by Dick Purton. Right. They, they, they feed a lot of people. Salvation Army is a great... Great organization. It's a great organization, right? Yeah, they and, help a lot of people. And it's cool, and it's people doing all right, you know? People like Luke, me, and um, just just trying to help their fellow man. Just trying to get That's people it. fed, and, you know... It's the name of the game. ...clothed, get, you know, it's cold out. So... This going, you're going to have to look at me today, Bob, because Karen ain't here. All right, we're going to have to talk, because I'm not going to sit in a fucking basement. And just, I'm here with you, bro. Joey's sick over there, and he doesn't talk anyway. Hey, Joe. There he is. So, lo and behold, I get a photograph of a guy in Corktown. Oh, yeah. Who's hanging dead out of a window, half dead. His legs are hanging out. I don't know if we have a picture of it here. I'll, I'll explain my reasoning. And it's still unclear. It's unclear exactly what happened to the man. You can see there. Uh, his friends, he's a heavy drinker, this guy, uh, uh, an ex-vet, I'm told. Okay? Uh -huh. What you're seeing, folks, if, if you're listening and not watching, is there's a man going into a, you know, those swinging glass pane uh, windows. And he's half in, half out. Looks like he cut it. Just, just screw it, guys. Just screw it. Taking me out of my, my thing here. I don't like the dicking around. I don't know how radio works. But I just want to talk over here. Right. You put the people out there. This guy hanging out of a window. If, if you can't see this or you're listening to it and you're yeah. not on Facebook Live. You just see his legs. All you do is you see his legs. And there's a, a, a window that's half open and he's Seems like he's crawling through, trying to get in, but he's just there. Yeah, and he's dead. Yeah, half his body's inside, half his body's out. So that's what you wake up to in Corktown. Now, the police are investigating. It could be the man was just cold and trying to find a place. Could be he was breaking in, right? And another theory is 
he was allowed to stay there by the landlord because the landlord had a kind heart. But what this did for me is it took me back to the evening with Luke, right? And it took me back to 2009 when uh, there was a Frozen Man. We're showing you this now if, if you're listening and not watching. Uh, the Frozen Man in the elevator shaft near the train station, not too far from where our guy this week was found. Um, his body's under ice, and his legs are like sticking, sticking out of the out. ice. And if you notice, they're actually fluffed up on a pillow there that's also fl- frozen in the ice. Now, uh, people knew... In this is when you just got back into town. Yeah, maybe a year. Yeah. It was, it was deathly cold like it was the other night. And I just thought about it, and I saw the picture, and I made a few calls. And I just put it on Facebook. Because, you know... The current pick. Yeah. Right. I didn't intend it to be a story or, you know... Well reported. I thought I wrote it because I know people watch. I know I know the media looks at it a lot. Sure. And I wrote, this man was trying to get out of the fangs of the Detroit cold. His friends say, it appears he punctured an artery on the glass pane. Mm. Homicide is also investigating as a possible break-in. Whatever the case, it's worth remembering that homelessness and poverty are very real. Yeah. And have real consequences. What does that mean? Means if you're not homeless, you're not trying to you're not trying to get into a building to get out of the cold. Like if he had a home, probably wouldn't have done this. Even if that is his home and he and he's marginal and he's left his keys in there. You know what I mean? It's I don't know if that's industrial or not. Right. But he's a guy on hard times. Yeah. And it it just takes me back to my childhood. My this is my sister, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like on hard times. When you're Look, let, let, me, let me put it this way. So there was a lot of reaction, okay? This was beautiful. There was a lot of reaction. Yeah, there sure was. Let me move this. A guy posted this. It was, it was beautiful. Let's see if I brought it. His name's Michael Rowan, okay? And here's what Michael shared with all of us. My long estranged father was homeless on those streets for some time because of drug problems but he never lost his basic decency. He swears he saw an angel one time. Remembered seeing a man walking by and being so hungry he thought I could rob him and eat, but his morality wouldn't let him do it. Five minutes later, the man came back and gave him a bag of food from McDonald's with $20 in it. About a year later, he was clean working and we reconnected. I had no idea where he was. If all we see... Uh, and people before the labels we so much love to attach to them, like bum, racial, religious, or sexual epithets, the world could be a much better place. Yeah, no and that's should. true. And then on the other side, and there are many sides in life, a guy s- says something to the effect of, why do you enable this? Why do you say it's a societal problem and if we just you know, basically threw up Taj Mahals for bums and drug addicts and poor people, that that would solve anything? Okay, it's, it's, you know, I get what he's saying. Look. Well, it wouldn't solve it, but it would give them a place to live. Yeah, but I, too many of us, including me, I'm not interested in really giving a person a place to live. Like, this is Sweden. You know, no, you know, you, you have to create a own place for your family and yourself. But having said that, See, that's why I'm just somewhere in the middle of this great thing called life, and I'll respect everybody as long as we're not screaming about this. I would like remembering my sister, remembering this guy 
remembering Johnny Dollar in that elevator shaft. There comes a time, and they come quite often in people like this life, people that are brothers and sisters and fathers and grandfathers, where there's a moment of clarity, when it's cold and you got no place to go and there's no more booze to drink or there's nothing to smoke. And you just say to yourself, I got to get out of this life. When that moment of clarity comes, yes, I'm willing to pay for some place for them to go, to be warm, to sure. get some help, to get some food, to get in a program. And many times people to restart their life. Yeah. And my sister did it many, many times and would get sad and fall back into it. But I'm willing to do that. So what's interesting, because, you know, we've kind of been beefing with the media lately, is I wake up today, Joey, and that post of mine is in the newspaper. Yeah. Nobody bothered to call me. I mean, thank you for bringing attention to it, right? Which, which is, I guess, why I wanted. Uh, I know some people think, well, dude, that's, um, what's the word I'm looking for, Bob? Self-aggrandizing? No, 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 like uh, 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 sensationalizing. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. The reason, I'm on the record. I say you need to see what the reality of life is when they're starting to train us all like seals to sit on the couch and watch them screw with our minds and forget. And, what, and just let it go by. What real life is like. Yeah. Think of that man's last minutes. Yeah. I feel for him, no matter what. Even if he's like poor or a high on, he's trying to rob, and at least you should all look. That's Corktown. Somebody trying to get in the building. It hasn't much changed for people. The buildings downtown look better, but do the people of our community look better? You get what I'm saying here? I get what you're saying, and, and that's... It's such a sad photo. Yeah, it's real. It, it, it's real, but it's sad because he was looking for something, whether it be a, just a warm place to curl up and get some, some rest or maybe get some food or get out of the snow, whatever it was. He was looking for something. Didn't find it. Yeah. You, you know. You know, you, I, 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 oh, the phone's ringing. I forgot to turn it off. You can tell he's not a rich man. Right. right. Oh, no. We know sure. his friends know he's drinking, and, and, and that's how he goes. But it does just bring up, what about the less fortunate of us, which most of us, half of us at least in America, are that paycheck away. But for the grace of God, we all go. By, for the grace of, like, a good stock market. Yeah. I wonder if God's paying attention to it. Well, not even a good stock market, just getting a paycheck this week. Right. I you know? Everybody know I care about you. Yeah. That's, I'm doing that. So I don't... But. Then I wake up and I'm like, I never got a call. There's no call. I, I can give you the guy that sent me the photo, right? I can tell you which cops to call. You know, I'm not using Facebook as a news site, but news sites are using my Facebook as a cheat sheet, and I'm not self-aggrandizing here. I'm asking you to go do your job. Like, no newspaper people were out there because they don't cover the streets anymore. Well, they don't have them. There is no. They don't have the reporters anymore. Yes, you do, but we're all running around to press conferences, you know, eating what they're telling us and spitting it out, and then it turns out not to be true. Yeah. So here's what I suggest. If you want to touch homeless, go from that. Go from what did we do with the mentally ill in this state? We shut the hospitals, right? 
Well, and they end up in jail, and there ain't no services for them. Watch. Let's, let's do this cleanly. Because what I just write about, the conditions at the Wayne County Jail. Yeah. The Wayne County Jail is the biggest mental health facility, believe it or not. In Wayne County. In the state. In the state. state one-third of the, one-third of the inmates have mental illness. Have mental, mental illness. One-third. Now, we know it's a fetid pit. Rats, black mold, overcrowding, standing water, never had a health inspection. We also know that the governor and her blue ribbon panel recently released a report, and a good report, you know, about what we need to do in Michigan about our... our Mental health. No, our jails. Real quick. Some of the findings at the Wayne County Jail. The most common charges were misdemeanor driving offenses, felony assaults. That had people in jail. And mis- child support violations. That could be anybody. Next, more than 10% of the jail admissions were for probation violations with no new criminal charge filed. Not parole violation. Not, you, you know, it's like you didn't go see your probation officer. New criminal violation. You all might think they, they belong in jail. We can talk about it. But, but driving offenses, child support, take the, garnish you the check. Felonies accounted for about half the admissions, and they belong in jail. Sure. And more than three quarters of the jail, uh, uh, and more than three quarters of the jail population on any given day. Black people represented about 40 percent of the county uh, population. But 70% of those detained in jail on any given day. We got some issues. Yeah. But this offers nothing to report. It's not clear to me if anybody on the Blue Ribbon Commission even stepped foot in the jail. Hmm. That's been under court supervision for health issues for four decades. I just said that right. I thought I thought Bob Ficano was going to change it because he, he he started a new jail. Well, and then and then that one fell apart. Yeah, and then we got a new jail coming, that's over budget. Right, and nobody knows what the mental health component is going to be in there. What it's going to look like? It'll probably be the same as what it is now. Well, we don't nothing. Know. We're not told. Well, we, now we had the true. chief on last week, did we not? Yes, did we, we did. Did we ask him if they asked for your input? Did we ask him that? We did. What did he say? He said no. No. Yeah, I know. They did you go ask. to Cook County? They'd, right. The, where we went. Which is Chicago. The largest the- jail system. In America. In America. Where, you know, they, they've got the mental health intake. They've got thousands of people with, right. with mental health problems. Did we go there to ask them? We did not. Damn. This is not serious. So when I call you, Governor... Oh, it, it's serious. Seriously wrong, the way they're addressing it. Now, what do you, why do you care in, let's like, say, Oakland County? You should care in Wayne County. That's yours. Oakland well, County? Well, you know why I care in Oakland County? Because I live in White Lake. Because I'm paying for it. I had this discussion with a coworker the other day, and our taxes are going up because we're funding jail projects that are going to Wayne County. Yes. You know? Your water bill, you're on a well, but your water bill's going to Flint. Right. We got to get together. 
it, may, it doesn't make any and sense. Cribbing off Facebook's not what I had and in mind. And you're not helping the people who you propose to be helping. Right. You know, I mean, they're, like you said, the mental health issues and, and, and treatment for that is one, one aspect of people who are incarcerated. But you're talking about all the people who are uh, jailed on misdemeanor traffic That's violations. right, Bob. That's, you, you didn't know that. Break. You didn't know that. You know what? I didn't know that. You know what? That data is not available to reporters. Well, and you, you know what? Yeah, and, no, and, hold on. And the thing of it is, hold on, let me... Let well, me you just go say, off on a freaking tangent. You no, I'm just know. saying. But you know what? I don't worry about that because as a white guy, if I get pulled over and get a misdemeanor traffic violation, uh-huh. I don't give a shit. I know I'm not going to jail over I, that. I don't know. See, you and I don't know what white world you're from. You've never been in Wayne County Jail? I've been in Wayne County Jail. I, I've never been in Wayne oh, County Jail. Oh, we had jail. a drink out of the fucking toilet. Yeah, I, I, I have not done Yeah, that. I don't know. What, like, I've been in Oakland County look, Jail. Again, I'll say it again. White guys from a certain level in this country bang up on that shit. Sure. And if you're driving around and, God forbid, you something with your motor vehicle and you had some drinks, you're going there. They're not going to hold you in Oakland County. And if you've ever been in that jail... That ain't no picnic either, dude. No, it's It's not. dude sleeping on the floor, yeah. and we're paying for it. Let's go back, white man, because 70% of the people in Wayne County Jail on any given day are black. Sure. What's 100 minus 70? 30. Huh. Hmm. Hmm. Get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you should care. I mean, even if you don't care about your fellow man, you're scared for yourself. We're going to have Bill Goodman on, the lawyer representing the inmates. For He's been suing the county since 1971. How's that working out for him? Well, we're going to have him on. Yeah. Okay. Um, let me get it back to mental health, though. So we got a blue ribbon commission. It's unclear if any commissioners actually did anything but data, folks. What they did not know or did not tell us in the report is there's a federal investigation department of justice into the wayne county jails for lack of mental health care after eight people killed themselves in a 13 month period wow okay so what am i saying here what am i doing what am i doing as not a liberal not a conservative i'm just a guy who tries to love i pay my taxes and i'm sick of shit not going where it's supposed to go. Yeah. Democrats and Republicans. All of them. All of them. Yeah, they're all okay. screwing the pooch. Dude. It's been a decade here. So, you're not been aware? Decades. You're not aware of that? We're all sitting around at the university. With, you know, how the, I'll tell you what an important piece of work we did there. You missed everything. Okay, the question is... What are you gonna do today while this now new that jail know. now that, that you know that we that we don't know anything about right. and I don't have much faith? Remember what we're reporting. Well, we know it's costing remember us a half what, a billion dollars. No, it's a hundred million dollars over budget already. We forgot to put in a power source. We didn't have a water source. They haven't budgeted for the sewers. They haven't or, budgeted for the interest or the telecommunications. Right now, go ahead. Right. It's it's over budget and it hasn't even fucking laid a brick. And we don't know where some of the infrastructure's coming from and you won't tell us. Look. They say poverty's down a little bit. 
They say homelessness is down a little bit. Good. Okay. That's Not great. enough. Detroit is still has three times the poverty rate of the average American city. Three times. Wow. Okay. Now, when we see this stuff, and I know you all out there are good people. I know you are. I know you are. But what are we going to do when we're confronted with this? And we all wring our hands and say we got to do better. And it's really quite easy. We're not going to miraculously solve it. I'm not building a bum mahal, Bob. Right. I'm not paying for a grown man to eat the rest of his life. But I will help him. Sure. Right? Because sure. it's the right thing to do. It is the right thing. And it do. helps my community. People fall on hard times. Give them a, give them a lift up. Mm. You know? Mm. And they, they get on their way and go. And why do we keep get? I'm sorry. We keep getting robbed. Well, I, I, we do keep getting robbed. There's no question about that. I just think it's because we've got corrupt politicians who are giving, the, giving the nod to special interests. To, oh, we got, I got this group here that will help feed the homeless. Mm. And they're giving you mm. a... It's a little more clever than that. And everybody's starting to figure out, here's the deal. Governor's Democrat, right? Attorney right. General's a Democrat. The mayor's a Democrat. The county executive's a Democrat, right? The sheriff's a Democrat. State legislature's Republican. And, and before, like, you know, you people going libtard and, you know, Democrats and stuff, we had the Republican governor, you know. It's, it's, a, it's a little party. We do the talking, but when the money, trust me, when the money gets to the coffers, we ain't getting to see it. No. And I think you all know my and Bob's work. For many years. In fact, you can see it today in the free press, I guess. Yeah. yeah it doesn't get where it's supposed to go. And we get in this shit. So I don't know if he was a thief. A homeless. Trying to get in there. The guy's down on his heels, man. And, like, again. I can't adopt everybody and have them move in my house. I'm not even having Joey in my house. For dinner, yes. But we <laughs> smoke at the table, Joey. So... Give me, do me a favor. Give me Bill. Can you call Bill? Okay. And I just, uh, you know, want to thank our friends, sponsors, and my boss over there at American Coney Island. Because when you say American Coney Island, you say Detroit. And by the way, these guys coming in and out the window, the, the deranged guys, all, I see them every day downtown. I become friends with them. They go to jail. Well, and it's great that you become friends with them. But it's sad that you see them every day. I see more of them now than ever. Yeah. I can't step around them. I won't. No. They're in Coney Island, the city's oldest family-run restaurant and birthplace of the famous Coney dog. Chili, mustard, and Vidalia onions. No ketchup, please. Come on, folks. There ain't no thing on ketchup. Uh, what are we, kids? Coney. Yeah, nothing. Downtown at the corner of Lafayette, Michigan Avenue. Can't miss it. It's there, the red, white, and blue building, shaped like a slice of pie. They got that, too, fresh daily. Perfect for your sporting event, holiday party, graduation. Uh... <laughs> You can send a Coney kit, a dozen dogs with all the fixings, right to the front door, or you can cater. Go to AmericanConeyIsland.com or just go downtown. And have, your, and have yourself open, a best 24 hours Coney. a day, seven days a week, 365. American Coney Island. And the dogs snap. What you stepping all over the commercial for? I'm, I, I was adding to it. You got a boner over there. <laughs> you do love it there. I do love American Coney Island, and, and everybody, anybody who loves hot dogs in Coney Island, that's where you need to go. We got Billy? Awesome. Hey, you there, Bill? 
Hello. There, Bill? Yeah, here I am. How are you, man? Okay, good. Thanks for being on No Bullshit News Hour. Everybody, this is Bill Goodman, uh, just a dynamite attorney, been in Detroit forever. Bill, um, you represent blanket the inmates and detainees at the county jails, correct? Yes, we do, Charlie. And uh, explain, um, you know, how that works. What, what jails, who, and why? Well, this is the oldest case that anyone I know has ever handled. Um, but I'm sure there may be others, but this is really old. It goes back, we filed this case in 1971. Time out, time out. 1971. 71. 19... So 49 years ago. Let me yep. think now. Richard Nixon was in office, right? That's right. We yes, were in was. Vietnam. I was yeah. still shitting my pants. Holy Toledo. Okay, yep. go on. That's right. So, And that case has been going on uh, since that time. Uh, almost everyone I can think of who was part of the initial plaintiff's legal team is passed away. I, I guess oh, I should knock on wood when I say that. Think about this. But that includes, you know, huge giants in the in the Michigan uh, legal community. Kenny Cockrell, Chuck Ravitz, um, Dick Scott, who was a, a circuit court judge, uh, Neil Bush, a bunch of people. Um, and uh, so now... And eventually the case... Uh, Wait a minute, let's, let's say what the case is. The Basically, case was over conditions in the Wayne County Jail, which was one single building back at that time, or one and a half buildings, really, Okay. Uh, in 1971, uh, over conditions. And the conditions were horrible. And I, uh, you know, I can give you a, a hair-raising description of some of it. Well, um, just quickly, come on, we're doing radio, so, you know. Well, okay. Concision <laughs> is our friend here. <laughs> the... Uh, uh, the, uh, the there used to the the cells in the old jail used to bunk two people. They'd routinely have three, four, sometimes five people in those cells. So that meant that you had one, two, or three mattresses on the floor. The plumbing in that in those places was always overrunning and never working. So the people who were sleeping on the floor were sleeping uh, in wet and filthy sewage uh, conditions. Sewage, exactly. Uh, that was part of it. The, the The food was not much better than the sewage that was washing up on the floor. The medical service was horrible and not almost non-existent. Okay, so uh, so, that, so you start that in '71. Like yeah. we got to change this. And by 1987, you finally enter into a corrective agreement. We uh, we entered into a consent judgment, which was. Refined and revised over the years after that. Over yeah. the years. So 16 years just to get a judge to say, okay. Now, since then, here we are in 2020. I think you know, as I reported to you, the, the play, is the, how bad is it now? Well, uh, it's not good. Uh, the, it's bad. Uh, the, the, in Division One, for example. That's the big with, one downtown. Which is the principal headquarters of the sheriff, uh, and the principal jail in downtown Detroit, there is mold everywhere. Uh, mold, black mold. Black mold. Black, black, hold on, time out. Listen, because people think, you know, hey, they're criminals. Black mold kills. Black mold kills. It well, kills, and, and, and it's devastating fuck. in terms of health. 
Well, and and, and, and Charlie, to, to your point that you just made, yeah, they're criminals. They broke the law. They deserve to go to jail, whatever. I have no sympathy for that. But they're human beings. Okay. We, don't, we don't treat human beings like that. Well, let me go like this. Number two, you're presumed to be innocent. Okay, number three, there's something called the Eighth Amendment. It's un-American. Cruel and unusual punishment. It's against the law, right, Bill? Well, technically, Charlie, this is my law professor coming out. Go ahead, Professor. Technically, the Eighth Amendment only applies to convicted criminals. But the due process clause of the 14th Amendment, applies called substantive due process, adopts the same standard. You cannot be deliberately indifferent to the health requirements and needs of persons over whom you control, whose lives you control. Okay, so look, we got we got black mold, we got rats, we got roaches, we have standing water. Come on, Bob, hold on. Piss poor food. It's moldy food. They failed their fire uh, inspection. It's there's rust. It's illegal. We're under a consent agreement, Bill. What the fuck is going on? Well, what's going on is. Theoretically, they're building a new jail, but theoretically, uh, but uh, routinely uh, we meet uh, the, the the defendants, the, the plaintiffs' lawyers. That's myself and Deborah Choley from Michigan Legal Services. Uh, meet with uh, the judge and try and raise all of these issues. And we get reports, and they're trying to fix this, and they're trying to fix that. The elevators aren't working. The the uh, the in hot weather, it's incredibly hot and and uh, and uh, in cold really, weather, it's incredibly cold. That's right. I mean, and, and, and inmates or detainees have to defecate in front of each other. There's no privacy, and that's, that's right. against and, the law. And, and in front of the and in front of the, there's absolutely no privacy. If you're in a two person cell, there's only one toilet. So isn't there got, a state law like this? You know the the Prevention of Rape in Incarceration Act or whatever it's called, right? That I forbids don't know about that? that. That's interesting, Charlie. I didn't know about I that. I do Is, some work, Bill. And here, here's, yeah. here's what I'm gonna say. Well, how can we wait? How can we wait? We what? can't. We we can't wait because if we do, we're going to have a continuation of the same kinds of problems that we're having now. Terrible health problems, some suicides. Uh, sexual violation, uh, uh, that that happens routinely in the jail, and we get complaints about it. Uh, overlooked uh, medical kites, all of these things are a problem. And so we are, um, we're, we're, we're doubling down on our effort here to get the judge to move ahead uh, with some hearings on, on some of the issues that are now going on. Well, here's what I'm doing for you, because, Bill, I'm on it. Because, look, everything is a web, right? You have, like, that's the biggest facility in the state that holds mentally ill people, right? And the, the feds have come in there because of the spat of suicides. That's true. So, you know, we, we started the show talking about, you know, mental health, homelessness. And we we can't wait for an overpriced jail three years from now that we don't even know what the mental health aspect or component is, we need something now. So I'll make you a promise. You need anything, you call me, and I'm going to call the governor. I called the governor when that report came out. Like, did anybody actually step foot in Wayne County Jail? Um, are you going to take any corrective action tomorrow? Because, I, I, no, I'm, I'm not going to allow people to, to live like that. I pay Thank too much you. money. 
Thank you. On behalf of the Wayne County jail inmates, I thank you for that. I've been one. And, yeah, well. <laughs> I'm not a bad guy. Just a, <laughs> no, just, you're not. Just a young dope. Sure. It happens and can happen to any one of us or any member of our family. Absolutely. That's right. So uh, I will. I'll be in touch. I will call you uh, after after we go through. We're, we're planning on going through the jail soon. Can I go? Uh, I don't think you can be a part of the legal team, but I'll ask, okay? okay. Yeah, okay, man. Thank you, and uh, keep up the good work. And don't die before we get this fixed. <laughs> okay. All right? I'll work on it. Okay, man. We got to get this fixed. Mazel okay. Mazel Thanks a lot. Yeah. Bye. So, Joey, you, you a little bit? Like, what? Did you hear that? It's state law. Like, you can't have people living in a facility with black mold. You hear him? No, you can't. Well, now, I wanted to do that for, for the listener and the viewer because we'll get inmates now. I want to set up truly what's going on. And when the chief is here, and I say to the chief, thank God the police aren't um, doing more. I, I don't want to call police ineffective, right? You know what I mean? But if, if they could stop crime and we got the drunk drivers out and the child support deadbeats out of there, right? It'd be overflowing even more and the jail can't handle it and the courtroom can't handle it and the prison system can't handle it and yet I don't know what I'm paying for. Well, that's just it. And, you know, and, and he made a, a very wait, wait, salient you, comment. You're supposed to, like, you know how radio works. I say something, you, you don't go, that's just it. You're supposed to go, that's fucked up. I'm, well, I'm, no, we're smarter than that. We don't got to play those games. We, we don't got to play those games. And it, that is just it. But as he said himself, that's not how it works. You know, once you're in, um, you, you get fucked. No matter who you are. No matter who you are. Due process. Did you right. hear that too? Right. And Wait, you listen, know, listen, listen, but, listen, but bro. But for the grace bro, of God, we so all go. And Bob, this is like having a drink with Bob. He never, you never hear when I'm saying something. Did you hear what he said about the Eighth Amendment? I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Cruel and unusual. It, well, it, but it, it is cruel and unusual. Yeah, but if you're incarcerated and not convicted, it's unclear if you're protected. Care. Right. What is that? Well, he's saying so you're I'm, covered. I'm, I'm waiting for the state to tell me whether I'm guilty or not, or I'm, you know, under. I don't. I don't get to get a fine cell to live in or decent meal. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying that's it. what he's saying. Again, everybody, I know. You know, jail is like you don't want to go back to it. No, but you know, in America, you're supposed to leave it healthy. Well, you're supposed to get three hots in a cot. No, more than that. Well, more than that, but I mean, at the bare minimum, you you know, you you, you don't need to. You don't need black mold, roaches, rashes. Oh, by the way, let me right. don't forget. Deputies work there. Nurses work there. Yeah. Uh, social workers are there. Maintenance people. They have to work in that. In those conditions. And they should not have to. And again, not a liberal. This, you know how much money's flowing through there? We lost $400 million on that failed jail. Right. While the elevators don't work on the jail we're using. It's, right. it's against the law what they're doing. Yeah. And you get to pay. No. No. But see, the thing of it is, no one's holding them accountable for let's breaking the law. All right, let's hold them accountable right now. I called 
the governor's office asking when I wrote it for DeadlineDetroit.com, right? Go in there. You can buy uh, a sponsorship. I think it's $3 a month. Support some some, some journalism. Support some journalism. It allows me to do that, to do this show, so we can do our news and everybody can follow it. I called the governor. I like to see her on TV. I like to watch her give the State of the Union rebuttal. I can't believe she opened up with, we fixed the roads. That was weird. And wrong. I mean, all of us in Michigan kind of know. And wrong. That's kind of how the national politics and press treat us. Like, we're just glad to be there. No. She's on her way to a vice presidency. Maybe. because in, Maybe. Okay. But I'd like to see you get something done here. And I'm not saying she's a failure. I'm saying you're struggling. The book's out on a legacy here. Can we get something? Can you lead? Because if you go to Washington, I think we all see what Washington's about. You're not going there to do anything you said you're going to do. No, you're just going there to ride the wave. If you could fix the damn roads, that would show you being able to get something done, which we need in America. So I called the governor's office. Did anybody dare set their loafer in the Wayne County Jail from the Blue Ribbon Commission? Did you see it? Did you do work? And what are we going to do today? You have the power in Lance. So you can go on any. Well, not only in Lansing, but in Wayne County, the Wayne County Commissioner's. You run the damn jail. Have you gone to look at it? Oh, have, dude. Have, you know, I mean. Here, let me do this. Hold on. Let me do this. I will not pull any pants down. I will, I'm on the phone. I'm not going to put any voice on. Charlie's calling somebody right now. Who are you calling, Charlie? Calling the governor's press person. Calling the governor's press person. Everybody buckle up. This it ought to be good. It doesn't look like I'm going to get an answer. And voicemail. But as you know. I'm going to take it off. I don't want to give her info out. And we can't see it on the... As you know, I don't care. Okay, Bubba. I, now she's going to give out her, her email and stuff. Reach the voicemail. Yeah. An email at Brown... Okay. Oh, it's, it's public. Screw it. And Michigan is spelled out. Or you can leave a voicemail message, and I will return your call at my earliest convenience. These are your responsive government officials. Ah. Ah. It's full. Hear it, folks? She got the texts. Here's the thing, Tiffany. Here's the thing. You don't dodge. I, I think you know. Doesn't, doesn't matter if you answer the questions or not. We, the ten thousands of voters that care about things, at least a responsive government, you have to clear us. You want to, any of y'all want to win Michigan? You want the big chair? You got to answer us. No blowjob questions. I don't want to be invited to sit down and we practice the question beforehand. The question is, what are you going to do about the citizens living in fetid and illegal conditions? Because, Bob and Tiffany, we can't solve everything today. We cannot. I cannot solve homelessness. I cannot solve drug addiction. I cannot solve poverty. I cannot solve joblessness. But the shit that we're paying for, you're going to do right and you're going to do legally. What is wrong with that? Well, and, and they can answer that, you know. Oh, yeah. You're going to answer it. No, you can. If, if, you don't, if you don't have an answer, tell me you don't have an answer. But you're going to answer that. No, 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 dude. That's some bullshit. No, nah, I'm not, not calling you bullshit. That's what we do in the media. I'm the press. You, 
you're going to come up with an answer. Right. I'm not just there for an answer so I can put it on TV or, you know, get a quote. No. We're going to keep going. Well, but we, we keep asking questions. Put them on notice. No. We? No. We just like a couple dozen of us. We go to press conferences. We do stuff like exclusive interview. No, 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 no. no they don't answer any questions. I, look, the job conference. is not to answer a question. The job is to bring up the issues so the people duly elected by the reader and viewership get what they ask for. Our, we're to keep track of them and to make right, sure they're right, doing right. their job, not to answer a question. Well, I'm not saying the media answers the question. I'm saying the politicians answer Dude, the question. Okay, the politician answers the question. Well, it doesn't fix the problem. What you need to do is fix the problem and give us the assurance that you are, and we're going to watch you fix it. Eh? Well, that, right I, ideally, that's how it should happen. Well, yeah, that's right. That it, but but it, it doesn't. Because as a media, we go to these press conferences, we ask the questions, they don't fucking answer them, or, you know, they obfuscate or they, you know, whatever, mm. and we give them a pass. Wait a minute. We go to these press conferences. Talking about the media. Yeah. The journalists. I don't. I don't. I don't. Like what? It's it's well, a, it, it, and that's good that you it's don't. It's a show. It's, it's a good that you don't because you're not going to get any answer. You're right. It's a goddamn show. You go to the press conference and they're blah blah blah, and this is what I'm saying. And then you ask question, hey, but what about this? And they blah blah blah. You know, they never answer them. Right. So you don't get anything. From and, press and, and, and when and then when it, what they're telling you, most of the time is smudged. Smear. I don't. I don't want to be like this, right? Because there's too much of this in America. They're lying. It's like you're, well, you're, yeah. you're fibbing. You're, 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 you're lazy. You're not doing it. Crime's not down. You can give right. me that, but I looked into it. So the question that I'm asking isn't how's crime doing. The question I'm asking is why are these numbers like this? They don't seem to add yeah, up. I jive with the truth. Because I sat up for two days. Yeah. Right? Do the job. And you know what? Thanks, Chief. Thanks for coming on. We've been brawling. You know, it's governor, ask the chief. It's respectful, right? But you got to answer the stuff. And then you got to take some, some proactive steps to fix the stuff. Well. Now, wait. We'll go yeah, ahead. yeah. You need to take steps to answer and take proactive steps to fix the stuff. Not if you're lying about the numbers. Or, about, or just ignoring shit or, or putting out. Or ignoring even reports. And you, you never even looked at, at the conditions that real, you never looked at the human face. Right. I'll tell you, it's very powerful, Joey. When, like, here, let's go back to the, the, the Facebook post story, whatever. Every young reporter, from Charles Dickens to Jacob Reese to Ellie Bly to Charlie Ladoff, does a homeless story. Because it's new and fascinating and you're in life and you're there to learn something and to feel something. Every young reporter does it. I think. We do. It's just, it's just a coming of age thing. Do that. And then start connecting the dots. And it will lead you to the penthouse if that's where you want to be. But Charles Dickens wrote Oliver Twist. Jacob Reese got the tenements and slums in New York cleaned up. 
Well, and maybe that's a story that new age reporters, reporters today need to be doing. The story hasn't changed in 150 fucking years. Well, they told us shit changed. I mean, but it hasn't. Has, has people's lives changed? So look, so we'll go to the next one where we go to the press conference and give you the latest on demolition. This baby's getting hot. Oh, boy. But speaking of demolition, let's tell you about ADR. Whether it's government or private industry, you're measured by results, supposedly. When it's money, they want results, right? When it's us, we just want a a question answered. Not good enough. So get the job done right on time, on budget. ADR Consultants, 248-318-9424. Don't wait for after-the-fact accounting. Get yourself some experience, advice. ADR has overseen more than a quarter billion dollars in private and public construction projects since 2001. They can help you. ADR is competent. Reduce your costs, increase your bottom line. They're experts in uh, procurement, government compliance. Think about that. Information technology and property management. Go with ADR for your company, your municipality, or law enforcement agency. Shout out to Highland Park Police. ADR, honest, ethical, smart. Call Barry Ellen Tuck at 248-318-9424 for a consultation. Ready for some more original journalism? Absolutely. I've been busy. This is no bullshit news. This is ours. Okay. Remember I keep telling you all about the demolition, the federal money in Detroit. It evaporated, right? The environmental scandal, the grand juries. I'm getting nothing. Right. You know, Again, I started on Facebook. The FBI's looking, right? I started, oh, no, they're here, right? But it's almost an embarrassment now, Johnny FBI, because it's been four years, and what's happening? Because now a new 20 feet tall, at least two football fields long, moon pile of demolition dust (laughs) and debris, they dumped it right in the city, right in the middle, not a couple blocks from a school. Next to next to some restaurants, next oh, to some boy. houses, right? And and nobody knows. All the money's gone. All the federal money. Oh, the people who live there know. They who, see it. Who's listening to them? Because you know. Well, nobody's what? listening to them. So you know. I wrote that in Deadline Detroit today. You know, dear Johnny, hey Johnny, look look at this. I wrote you a postcard. It's the, it's the spirit of Detroit statue with a fucking gas mask on. Because in the suburb, I'm sorry, folks, I don't play with race very much. It's too serious, right? But when things are real, when they become evident to me, I'm going to tell you. We had green ooze yeah. leak onto 696 in the suburbs. Green ooze. Man, the press went bananas, right? Lost their fucking minds. Everybody went bananas, right? We, do, we were doing stories today about it. Yeah. Guess what? Yeah. The guy had already been sentenced to prison, it turned out. He, he's in prison. Now he's in prison and yeah. fined $1.5 million right. for one green ooze site. In Detroit, you can see this mound of possibly... No legal issues. I'm not saying this thing could be asbestos contaminated, lead contaminated. You don't know what it is. Remember, we did the story about the 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 big apartment complex in Rashida Tlaib's yeah. district that they tore down without taking the asbestos out. Football fields of dust. Right. right. That's what Detroit's getting. 
That's what children there again. And this isn't getting anything. No play. Why? Why? The, the poison's more. Well, and, and the green ooze coming out on 696, it didn't really affect anybody. I just drove by. Let's vacuum it up and yeah, move on. Right. But, but it looks. But this this affects people. Well, it all even next to it. It all affects well, us. Let's be for all. real, man. I'm like I'm against the green news. Well, sure. And guys sure. doing that and the bat walking away, but that's been the history of this place. Right. Kids grow up in it. All the kids, right? So let's all get together. Johnny fed lawman two grand juries, public corruption. Bada 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 bada. Now it turns out this contractor it belongs to had done it before and it was in and is in jail for it no 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 i'm talking about the demolition oh you're talking about the demolition it up. Pile. it's okay. illegal the city caught him in 2014 doing it how does that fucking happen busted him right and then let him continue how does that work uh, oh boy by the way suburbs people around the country you pay for it that's federal money we yeah. expect more Okay, now, that's Rashida Tlaib's district. She's in Iowa. That's Gary Peters and Debbie Stabenow's district. They're playing impeachment theater. That's uh, Gretchen Whitmer's district. She's doing the morning shows. That's Dana Nessel's district. But the AG's trying to figure out what the hell she's doing in Flint. And you know who the city council member is? Whose district that is? Do you? It's rat think Gabe Leland who's oh, waiting for his public corruption trial. Right. Why does Detroit get this? Why do we all get this? And why is the only one calling out Gabe Leland, Joe DeMarco? Because like, I told him to no, do. No, I understand that. But nobody else is fucking calling him out. And dude, you're responsible for this shit. God damn it. Somebody needs to go to prison. Yeah. That's a quarter billion dollars that's been squandered, but we keep getting reporters that the mayor picks out of the blue to walk around and talk about how terrific it is. They're up Shit's Creek. If you have to on this one, suck up your pride. Go ahead and read them and do it for the betterment. And by the way, yeah, everybody was out there with a TV camera, but then they quit on it. Go well, to Deadline Detroit. You'll read how outrageous this is. Well, and, you know, it, as a, a citizen, a person who's listening to this, who is outraged, vote. Vote these fuckers out of office. Vote for what? Not for Duggan. Vote for what? Same shit. Vote for what? You know. I, I, vote for, yeah, I know. I'm going to vote. Yeah. Try a third party. Fuck it. I'm, Jesus. You, you know, I didn't even want to get into this today. But, but real quick, you know, after the State of the Union, mm -hmm. and then after the rebuttal by the governor, because I want to see the governor, they had Buttigieg on, right? Mayor Pete Buttigieg, who they proclaimed the winner of Iowa. The press did, and Buttigieg, Buttigieg did himself, right? Well, he did immediately. He declared Yeah, yeah he, took, he took credit for and it. It turns out he was, he was right. He was wrong. He didn't win. Did you see the latest today? I saw the latest today. They had him at like, it was 22.1 or whatever. Sanders won it. But we don't even know if Sanders won it because the chairman of the Democratic National Committee. Perez. Is calling for a fucking recount. Re a recanvas. How, however you do that with a, with a fucking caucus, 
Come on, Iowa, just vote. One potato, two potato. Or we'll go to Idaho and let them go first. Because well, they, they do potatoes good. And that's the ridiculousness of the caucus. No, like, no, we're not going there. Oh, yeah. What we're doing well, Whatever. There, I don't want to talk that. You can go home and, and watch TV and talk that. I will. This, dude. This. The, sh- the media, again, and the political parties. It's a farce. We're back to 2016. We can't count. The polls are wrong. The media's jumping the gun. You don't declare anybody a winner with 60% of the vote. Wait. Well, I don't think the media called it. Oh, yes. It, it they was did. it well, they they may have been acquiescing to it because they let okay. it, they Bob? let they let they let Buttigieg come Bob? out and say he was the winner. Bob, thank you so much for that. That fine point. They acquiesced. We as regular people read it like Buttigieg won. Now we're like, he didn't win? You feel that way, Joey? Yeah. There you go. Thanks for that. I Come on. Just wait. Why did the biggest daily newspaper in Michigan declare Hillary the winner in Michigan 30 minutes after the polls closed and it wasn't right? Do the work. We're counting on you. You know what? Yeah, we are counting on them, and, and uh, they're 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 screwing the pooch. Come on, Johnny. Johnny Fed. Here's the deal: that moon pile of stuff is demolition. The landlord told me so from the federal housing project. You know the money. That shit's supposed to be in a landfill because we paid for it to be in a landfill, but it ain't in a landfill. Huh? Well, that's because the contractor ain't got to pay for the landfill. He just dump it. Well, maybe. Make more money. Maybe. 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 Do your journalism standards. It's unclear. Allegedly. This is what the investigation's looking at. This is the train they're following. This is, these are the things that I found. Anyway, if you want a nice house, a good house, you're going to need a mortgage. Yes, you are. And that's you why are. you're going you're to call Hall Financial. Look, interest rates are like four, you know, plus or minus, Right. Take advantage of it. You can also take care of lingering high-interest credit card debt. What am I talking about? I'm talking about calling 248-308-5000 or going to davidhallmortgage.com. Talk to them. Talk to them about lowering your bills. Talk to them about getting some equity out of your house. Talk to them about taking advantage of near-historically low interest rates. They don't stay there forever. And they will take care of you. Yes, so the smart idea is to call the company with over 1,000 five-star reviews. They're trying to get to 10,000. Bob is one of those five-star reviewers. I am indeed. Right? They did, they did <laughs> right by me. They've been averaging 10 days from start to finish for listeners that have applied for a refinance of their mortgage. And that's at Hall Financial, 248-308-5000 or go to davidhallmortgage.com. Equal housing lender, NMLS number 1467435. Now, let's wrap up this show. Speaking of jail, hello, Flint. Nobody went to jail on the water stuff. Nope. Poisoning debacle, right? But somebody might be going to jail soon. Eric Mays, city council member. Eric Mays. Hey, Bob, where's the drop? You were fucking with it all pre-show. Bullshit. That Eric Mays. Okay, so here's the deal. Bullshit. Let me just do this. Eric got into a... What's that? Okay. Eric got into a bar brawl 
after he was removed from yet another Flint City Council meeting. <laughs> I'm gonna just, God love him. I'm just going to start with a statement from the mayor's office, who's also a friend of the show, okay? I'll just read it, and then you, it should explain it. Yet again, there are reports of even more inexcusable behavior by Councilman Eric Mays. You there, Eric? Yeah, but it ain't inexcusable behavior. Uh, wait, let me just read it. Listen. Well, I'm just saying, I don't like all okay. game shows. If uh, it's a real radio show, let's talk about well, it. Well, we uh, Eric, I'm trying to let the people Eric, know. You're reminding me of a council meeting. Okay, wait. Let me just do this, right? Because this is all they're going to say. I'll, I'll, because I have to do it anyway. And then we go. We, and then you just write down the notes like, that's bullshit. And that, all right? Because, look, come on. Uh, this behavior is shameful and he is an embarrassment. We hope city council will intervene to stop May's go ongoing mistreatment and harassment of city Flint employees. The incident came after Mays was removed from a meeting of the city council for disorderly conduct. It is the second meeting in a row in which Mays was removed. Mays was obviously angry during the meeting and was removed with the assistance of members of the public. Duval Murdoch, a member of the mayor's staff, was off work and at a local bar when Mays arrived. Murdoch said Mays unleashed a series of insults and threats of violence at him, including, I am going to whoop your, I'm thinking ass. Mays then approached Murdoch in a hostile fashion and Murdoch defended himself. The police were called and Mays was asked to leave the establishment. Murdoch was allowed to stay. Murdoch has filed a criminal report against Mays. Sir, is that what happened? First, let me ask you this question, yes, Charlie. Mm -hmm. How much time is this interview? Five minutes. Okay, then don't call me. Ten minutes. With no false bullshit. No. For a five-minute interview. No, and ten. None of it. Let me finish. You taking away my two minutes. You <laughs> remind me of a goddamn council meeting. <laughs> Can I speak uninterrupted? Did you see how I listened to you? Just common etiquette. Yeah, but when you were I just going to put me down, and I'm just, all, all I'm doing is just get, get, getting it. I've never been able to not talk. I thought once I got elected, I had still freedom of speech. You do. You know. Well, how long does it say I didn't do it? I just had to, look. Now you know what I did and didn't do. You don't put words in my daggone mouth. You don't want to hear nothing I got to say, but this is some bullshit because you call and read something that's a lie and won't even listen to the real person. Well, wait, 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 hold on a second, dude. Eric, Eric, hold on a second. As I explained to you, I got to read that anyway because that's all that, you know. let me respond. Exactly. Don't call me. You don't have to call me. I'm busy. I ain't got time for this bullshit. What are you talking about? Look, we're Can calling you. you. I get that. Question or you want to hang up the phone? Go on. I did. I, I go. Oh, all right. Well, well, how do you answer now, that? This is ridiculous. What is you your si side side of that? On the news. Come on. What's your Let side of that? Yeah. What's your side First of that? First of all, when you look at the film, all our council meetings is recorded. And that means, if you understand Robert's rules and council rules, I've been illegally removed from meetings. I don't care if it takes two years to find out what's legal and illegal. Mm -hmm. It's 
took me five years and I'm still working on the water crisis. People been gone. Now, as far as me walking in a club or a bar insulting somebody, no, I didn't. I got my ass whooped. Ain't fought nobody. Ain't expected to get jumped on. Ain't been in no physical alteration in 40 years. So I don't care what no press release say. I don't care if you want to make your fame so famous. I'm messing with Maze. I ain't got time for it. We will litigate. We will prove. We will subpoena. We will investigate. This ain't no clown show. Well, exactly. Well, so here's the thing, Eric. We actually do work together. So if you're really going to me now and saying, hey, it's a clown show, no, let, let me finish this. I got to do that legally because, you, you know, people don't come on and say this guy did it to me. You got to get an answer from the other side. So as we were calling you, I'm going to read that. They don't want to come on. That's what we're going to read. That's all. That's all. Because... I'm calling you. There ain't shit getting done for the people of Flint in terms of their justice. We could go also talk about the They're budget drinking water. And, and the future, but just the justice of it. And this is all we're getting out of there. So you're right about that. You're right about the business of the water crisis. But see what it's turning into? So fine. You didn't do it. That do, You're 62 years old. How old is this guy? I don't know how old he is, but I'm a senior citizen. Normally, we got a Genesee County Sheriff's Department that talks about elder abuse, and people is having fun with my health. As I set out at Hurley Hospital, beat up to 5.30 in the morning, jumped on as a public official. And it has nothing to do with me illegally being removed from um, council meetings by police, Gestapo-style tactics like um, uh, uh, dictators and the emergency managers and ignorant council folks. Charlie, I used to look up at you and say you would get in the middle of it and find out the truth. Well, the truth of the matter is we have been getting stuff done. I had a lot to do with the strategy to declare the emergency, which brought presidents and hundreds of millions of dollars in threat. I done brought suitable lawyers in from Trishel Young, teaming up with Napoli Skolnick, and lawyers are litigating. Mm -hmm. I've just seen on the news that they're fighting over a change of venue as it relates to Veolia. I done helped get a $12 million deficit as finance chair with Huey Newsom, who is now the chief financial officer for Wayne County, from a $12 million deficit to a $24 million fund balance. And I'm here to tell you we done changed 20-some thousand pipes that was led with federal and state money. And I'm appalled that I can still be in the middle of work fighting and people calling, trying to belittle my work, my reputation, talking about can't get nothing done. We done got something done. I will continue to get something done. When I become ineffective, I'll retire. I'll end by saying this and taking a breath. If people are lying, people don't want to subpoena people. People don't want to work together as a council because they ignorant and I'm smart. And then now if they want to sit somebody on me to beat me up and get headlines, I'll wait. And you wait, Charlie. I will prove I ain't hit nobody. I ain't did nothing wrong. I've been done wrong and people eating popcorn laughing. And I will fight, fight, and win. 
Have you filed a complaint? Calm and left. Yeah, I'm the one called the police. Get the 911 tape. I'm cussing. Talking about something I've been jumped on. I'm not playing. I don't file false police reports. I filed a complaint. They filed complaints after me trying to cover their ass and giving false press releases about what happened. The mayor wasn't even there. He might have sent this man to whip my ass. Well, that's absolutely, that's as I was saying, that is the release out of City Hall. So when you let people listen to it, they know what it is. Thanks, Eric. Good luck with it. Hey, Charlie. Yeah. You didn't really hear me cuss. We know each other over the years, but sometimes you have to flavor it up to knock off that negative bullshit. (laughs) You're right, dude. Well said. You're right. Listen, and uh, I know you got. I know you got. No council person should talk like that. Get him off of that air. But now I'm telling you the truth. I'm more concerned about telling the truth, going to heaven, being transparent, and continuing the work. Believe me, I take calls and handle the resident business. Those um, council meetings is turning into a circus. And the way, if they don't fire this guy. And you got somebody running around City Hall like a gangster beating up people. Um, <laughs> it won't be the last of it from me. Right, look, watch out for yourself, and you know what I mean. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Listen, thanks. Thanks for being on, dude. Hey I, Charlie, thanks for having me, and thanks for letting me do it my way. In five minutes, you have to cuss for us, and then say God bless you. All right, brother. We'll talk to you, man. All right. Bye. I. I did he think like bullshit? Say what? Bullshit. One more time. Bullshit. Did I think he thought like the call was over? I thought he. I think he did. And we were just talking. He's like, little little bit of little bit of little bit of theater there, a little panache. But you know, I mean, I. But I know why. Yeah, I know why. Want you know? I, I think he was doing some some theater. Well, I I think it was. Yeah. You know, I mean, and. He believes that, but you got into a fight with the guy at the bar. I mean, uh, well, you know who did what? That happened, right? Well, regardless of who did what or what it was about, or what, it happened. Yeah. Well, the thing is, like, why? It's shit's getting crazy up there, man. It, I, tension's running high, and I know. Well, yeah. Look, we know Eric. You know, we know he's been taken out of there before. Friend of the show. You know, he he did the Nazi salute, and he, you know, what I mean, well, yelling yeah. at. The, he's done a lot of stuff, but. You know, I will say that the guy works hard. I've, I've been with him. Look, he's on behalf of Flint residents. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. For sure. And he's, Which is what you want. And he's also the guy pointing out, hey, we got $600 million here, supposedly. Where the fuck is it? We only put $25 million into the water pipes. Right. Where the rest of the money go? The other $575 million. He's an interesting guy. He does work hard. And Flint, you know, that's on you. Oh, yeah. How, how you, you feel about it. But... uh that we have an open line and not just a statement sent to us. So you give them that. Sure. Right? Because I know what he's saying. It's easy to do a statement and say whatever the fuck you want. Sure. But, I mean, that wasn't fair criticism because you need to read the other side, the, the statement from the other yeah, side. Yeah, yeah, You know, and then, and then here we're giving you an opportunity to respond to it. Yeah. You know. Because that's what we do because no that's bullshit. What we do. No bullshit. All right, let's get out, man. Uh, Joey, I hope you're feeling better, bro. You're not going to be here next week? You take as long as you need, man. All right? Really, seriously, take care of yourself. Bob? Take care of yourself. It's uh, Miller time? 
It is. Okay. All right, everybody, remember, try to love one another. Another friend said to a kiss, 